Hello, you're listening to Abiding Life Studios. I'm Noah Wells. Today on the phone, I have Steve Reinhardt. Hey, Noah, how's it going? It's going pretty good. I mean, we don't get to see each other, but it's going. Yeah, that's uh, it's uh, we're we're doing this just for our listeners, in case you hear this some other time. Uh, we're doing this on March 25th, 2020, and we're right in the middle of the uh, crazy coronavirus, yes. which has uh, swept the world within the last uh, month. Yes, it has, and I just found out that where I live, they're going to have us all, they all want us to stay home now, so, and they haven't told us, you know, a time, how long that will last, so we shall see. Yeah, have you been staying home anyway? Uh, yes, I have, because I have a lot of autoimmune disorders, so um, it's not great when I get sick on a normal day. Mm. So I'm trying to just stay and... I don't want I don't want to get my mom sick either, so I'm just trying to stay away. Yeah, well, good. I I definitely <clears throat> don't want you guys getting sick uh, with anything. So I'm really glad you're, you're you're watching out for yourself and for your mom and your family. So. And you got uh, recently tested. Is that correct? I I did. Uh, yeah, a week ago today. I um, today's. Tuesday, no, today's Wednesday. A week ago, yesterday, I, uh, I, I, the night before, I'd been feeling like my lung was burning. Oh man! And uh, it was lost, like I was on fire. So I thought, oh my gosh, I probably got this stuff, and I'm having the lung part of it. Uh, and so I called the doctor the next day, and uh, and since I don't have an, I don't really have much of an immune system, and I'd just been back to, I got back from India within 30 days and I was coughing and had a this burning lung they sent me to the drive-through clinic here in Colorado Springs to get a test and that was uh, kind of bizarre I've never is been the drive-through clinic before yeah and was the test as bad as they say it is it, you know, in what way it's just like I don't a know is test, it, I what, Oh, I thought yeah, they had to go through your nose and oh yeah, the yeah, they the run a big swab. Yeah, they, big, okay. they run a big swab up into your both nostrils. Uh, so yeah, the, I I liked what the the lady that did the test for me. She just goes, "Have you ever had one of these before?" And I said, "No," and she goes, "They're not fun," and <laughs> uh, and and uh, she was right. <laughs> so it's like having a. I th- I think she got some brain, my brain material, so I'm a little bit pissed <laughs> off about that because she swabbed it so far up in there. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, there's, you know, I know it's hollow up there, most of that swab, but don't wipe out that little bit of brain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you forget your the name of your kids. <laughs> yes, right. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so it wasn't. Too, um, for, I had, I've got pretty high pain threshold, so it wasn't too bad. But I wouldn't want to do it every day. That's for sure. Yeah. And that- <laughs> And then the test came back good. Oh, and the kid, and so then, then it's like, okay, well, so uh, it takes us a what about it? Uh, this was a little strange and frustrating. So we'll we'll uh, get back to you within a week. And uh, I, and they're talking to Barb out of one side of the car and me out of the other. And we came out of there's like, how are we supposed to get the results on this thing? Yeah. Uh, so uh, that was Tuesday afternoon late, and then it took on. 
Uh, I think we got the results back Friday, Friday night, really, and, and I did get it as a, uh, a on my patient portal through the well, whatever it is, UC Health. Oh yeah. Uh, so that was, and it, it came back negative. Oh so, great. So I didn't have it then. Uh, yeah, that's good. Hopefully, don't have it now. So, anyway, so but I, I'm wondering if um, you know we're kind of. Uh, I'd love to talk about several different things in the podcast. Um, okay. Uh, anything in particular strike your fancy? Um. Well, you got a hold of me this morning and said that uh, you really wanted to do a podcast because you kind of had a. I don't know what you'd want to call it. Would you call it a revelation, or would you call it a? Uh, just something you learned on your walk? Um, I I don't know. I, I would call it a, a wonderful spiritual experience. Okay, let's. Uh, so for me, it was wonderful. So yeah, let's hear I about can, that. Maybe I can share it, and then you can ask me questions, or you can tell me I'm full of it, or uh, totally nuts <laughs> or insane. Uh, and I won't, you know, I won't d- and disagree with any of those. <laughs> Thanks, because I know that's so true. Uh, so, so here's what happened uh, for our listeners. I've, uh, I've, I've got blood cancer. Most of it, they can't find it, but I'm still being treated for it. I don't have an immune system because of that. So I'm out walking at night, and I love walking at night. I love looking at the stars. I've always uh, just was thrilled with the stars and the universe, and uh, talking with the Lord while I'm walking and. And that's really how I came to know the Lord was looking at the stars, and uh, you still love looking at the stars and walking at night. And so, about a quarter after ten last night, I took off walking. It takes me about an hour and a half to do my little jaunt, mm-hmm. and uh, and so about I walked about a quarter of a mile and up over this hill and around the corner. And I've, and because the dogs have been biting me, trying to bite me, since I've wear this funny neck brace to hold my head up. Uh, I think I carry myself funny, and they either are frightened by it, or, or, or they just go, "Oh, here's easy prey. Let's, you know, there's a bone for us." Yeah. And it's crazy. This guy that's hobbling along, uh, and so I carry a taser with me okay. to try and scare the dogs away. And as unintended consequence of that, and it kind of backfired, is my dog, when I make the little zappy sound. Instead of being frightened by it, he thinks it's a whistle and it comes to me. <laughs> <laughs> so eh, I tried it on the deer the other night, and they just kept eating. And one looked up. Uh, so, so, but I'm walking along, and I have this teaser in my right hand and my little tiny flashlight in my left. Case, and I don't ever turn it on unless there's something that I can't see, like a deer or something. But I walk in the dark. Yeah, and uh, I really learned how to walk with just without being able to see with them when I was with you and uh, our friend Daniel Minty down there in Arizona, going up and down that hill. Oh yeah, uh, with double vision and not being able to see. Then um, so I, so I really let my feet do my seeing for me. So I'm walking along this over this hill, and all of a sudden, all the hair on my back goes up. My whole body starts sweating, and instantly, it's just like there's somebody. Oh, like it's like I can feel the, their breath on the back of my neck, and and instantly, without thinking, my body just turns around and faces the opposite direction that I was walking, uh-huh. uh, with my taser in one hand and my flashlight in the other, yeah. and it's just like I know there's somebody there, there's something there that was about to 
You know, that I could feel like the breath on the back of my neck. Yeah, about to pounce on you. Yeah, about to pounce on me or get me, and I couldn't see anything. Huh. Uh, and it wasn't because it was dark, it was because there was nothing there. So it was like, okay, I looked in all the bushes and uh, couldn't see anything. And so I turned around and started walking again. And then it happened again. It's just like that. I was flipped around, facing the opposite direction. And and all the hair on my body was up, and I was sweating, and I was looking for uh, this, whatever it was, because I had a sensation of my body was that it, there was something there. Uh, and I've had this happen when I was hunting before, where I think something was stalking me, and all of a sudden I'm walking through the, uh, the woods and my body flips around. Uh-huh. Uh, so, uh, um, you know, and I maybe, maybe I'm just nuts. I don't know. I've had the same uh, but, thing. I get it. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm walking in. So I turn around and I start walking again. And this time I hear it and I, and it's like, it's walking right beside me only back a couple steps huh. and I'm walking. So I just think, okay, I'm going to keep walking because every time I turn around, there's nothing there. I'm going to keep walking and I can hear like footprint footsteps next to me. And I keep walking and I keep walking. Uh, and finally, uh, I decide, uh, well, I'm going to talk to it. So I say, um, I know who you are. I, I know who you are. And this is going to sound really crazy. <laughs> and maybe I am crazy. So this is going to sound crazy. So I know who you are. You're Corona. Hmm. You're Corona. Uh, you're, I'm like, you're the king. That's what Corona means. Crown. You're the Corona. And, uh, and you don't have to walk back behind me like that, because I know who you are. Uh, step up here and walk right beside me. Hmm. And just come on up and walk next to me. That's okay, not a problem. Just walk next to me. And then I said, and then, and that, you don't even have to walk next to me. Just come on inside me. I know that's what you really want. Just come on in. Uh, here I am. Just come on in. Uh, except for, it may be a little bit crowded in here, because I'm here, and... Uh, the Father's here, and the Son's here, and the Holy Spirit's here. Hmm. But come on in. Uh, come on in. Not a problem. Uh, and instantly, as soon as I invited it in, uh, all my hair laid back down, all my, I quit sweat, and I felt uh, incredibly peaceful and joyful. Huh. Uh, so... Uh, so that's like part of it, uh, part of the story. So am I like nuts? Am I losing it? I don't think you're losing it. I mean, but I'm not saying I'm exactly sane either, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think it's an interesting thing. Like, um, I think it's an interesting thought to, instead of fearing the unknown, just inviting it in where Christ lives. Is that mm. basically what you're saying, right? Yeah, yeah, because, um, you know, when I first did this, uh, the same thing when I was diagnosed with cancer, I had uh, the the, um, the vision, and I wasn't walking on this when I was taking a shower. A lot of these things happen when I'm taking a shower. I had the same thought as like, well, there is Jesus, and he's facing a demon-possessed man, and the, and the demon, uh, he's going to talk to the demons, and the demons... Uh, he say, you know, basically let us go into these pigs. And the pigs ran down and jumped into the sea. Uh, 
mm-hmm. as I remember. I may have the story wrong a little bit here, but but they, but uh, he lets them do that, right? And I was thinking when I was uh, just diagnosed with cancer, I was like, well, you, what would have happened if he would have just invited them in? Like, uh, leave the pigs alone. Come in me. Just come into me. Yeah. And I just think they would have come in him and vaporized. Yeah, that's and probably so, why that's probably why they picked the pigs instead. They're probably like, pigs. <laughs> I think so. Because <laughs> <laughs> they would have just instantly vaporized. And I thought, well, I have Christ in me. Uh-huh. Uh, there's no, and there's like, there's a few things that I am really solid on. And uh, most every other thing, I'm pretty sure I'm wrong or or mistaken, but I'm, I'm like I'm rock solid that I, I'm pretty unshakable that Christ lives in me and I'm in Him and yeah. and I'm one with Him and uh, and so for me to be invite at that time I thought oh I've got cancer in my body I'm going to invite it into me it's like come on in you're welcome here I don't you're not my enemy I'm not going to battle with you right I've got Christ in me I don't you know I. I live, I live to the Lord. If I die, I die to the Lord. I'm really pretty excited about living. I'm super excited about dying. And, and I want to, uh, but I'm not going to, um, I think, be uh, frightened of something that, you know, I really don't know anything about. Yeah, or, so. Or, or go to war with, or go to war with something, uh, you know, that I don't know anything about for sure. Right. So is that why you think you invited cancer in is because you were, I don't know what the right word is, fearful of it or uh, scared of it or uh, what do you think made you I think everything, I think over the last few years when I've come face to face with things that uh, either I'm really super anxious over uh, or frightened of uh, that I've I've really experienced that moving toward them uh, is uh, where I experience life and experience the love of the Lord and the peace and the joy. Uh, running from them, uh, on the other hand, for me, has always made the fear, the anxiety, uh, tension, uh, anger, any of those things worse. Uh, but if I can just, uh, you know, move toward the thing that seems so scary, so like it would kill me, right? Uh, um, you know, I think I, I think I told you about the this cool experience I had that was frightening, where I uh, had come out of this incredible uh, presence of the Lord, and I walked over and sat down on this bench, and this is all happening in my spirit, and I. All of a sudden, I looked over, and there was this huge, wolf-like, scary, huge, menacing thing with big teeth and huge claws and evil-looking eyes. Uh-huh. Uh, didn't I tell you that story? Yeah, yeah, you told me. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. If... And I might have said it on the podcast. Yeah, I don't know if you did. And then, so, uh, so my, you know, my natural inclination is to run from it, or to fight it, or to stab it, or to uh, do anything <laughs> to yeah. defend myself uh, and kill it. Uh, but what I did in my vision was I stood up and I moved toward it and I reached out and I was give, giving it a hug and as soon as I kissed it, it vanished. Huh. 
and uh, and I think that's so for me uh, that may be like a new mm, spiritual exercise I call it where I can uh, sense that I'm feeling scared or frightened or or rejected or uh, any of those kind of things and then instead of fighting it or going to battle with it uh, I just move toward it so yeah, yeah I mean, thanks for thanks for asking that question because you're kind of helping me think out loud here. Yeah, because don't you think like that's how it is with the enemy? Is he'll tell us it's kind of like the unknown. We're we're so afraid that he's going to do something really bad to us, and I guess he probably knows that because when he ta- talks to me, I have that choice to run and hide from him. Because I don't want to, I don't want to know what he's got in store for me. Mm-hmm. Or I can stand my ground with the Lord and say, "Come on, mm-hmm. come on in," mm. and I can yeah. guarantee, and he'll leave. <laughs> you know, he doesn't <laughs> yeah. want that, but he he definitely has <laughs> that. He definitely wants us to fear um, mm. the unknown of what, and I think that's what he probably. I think he really lives for. Mm. Yeah, well, and it's kind of his only weapon. Uh, yeah, you know, he yeah. He doesn't have, uh, he can't, uh, at least in my theology, uh, I mean, if God is for me, who can be against me? What's yeah. He gonna do? What's he actually got, uh, what's, you know, like, what's he actually got up his sleeve that he could do? Well, you know. Yeah, I mean, I remember when I was I was pretty young. I would have been probably nine or ten when this happened. But I remember uh, waking up and just feeling that that feeling of something's there and something's there to hurt me. Mm. And so I got up out of my bed and ran as fast as I could and went up to my mm. dad and I woke him up in the middle of the night and I told him what had happened and you know he looked right at me and said. Don't ever run again. Never run from Satan. Go mm. down. Go, he goes. I want you to go down there. And I want you to fight him with mm. with Christ. And I never forgot that. You know, I mm. I I remember being pretty scared because he didn't come with me. <laughs> yeah, that's so <laughs> t- cool. Yeah, he told me to go do it myself because I have all I need in me. Mm. And I remember going downstairs and having that feeling there just oh man sometimes it feels like a ton of bricks on you mm-hmm. just that fear that strongness of fear and uh that's the first time i rebuked satan away mm. and it really taught me it really taught me through my whole life to stand fast and know that christ has it mm. and i have the perfect weapon i have christ in me mm-hmm mm. So yeah, I mean it's it's that just reminded me of it of uh that of you telling me that story but Yeah, thanks for telling me that. I didn't know that. I didn't know your dad felt that way or what your dad had told you. That's really cool. Yeah, and I'm sure people are like, "Oh, why wouldn't he go down with you?" But he really wanted to show me that I do have it all. Christ is in me. And Yeah, I think that's so cool. And I can actually go down and face a fear that was very, very real to me and very felt pretty strong, you know? Yeah. So do you think, uh, you know, we don't, we don't really know because we haven't asked most people, but do you think a lot of, uh, 
us Christians have these kind of experiences and and maybe fears and uh, anxieties? I would I would say so. I think a lot of people don't want to talk about it because, like I've heard, you know, definitely with this Corona lately, it's you know people are keep saying don't be fearful, don't be fearful. And I guess my question would be is, what's the definition of fear? Hmm. Great question. And for me, I was just talking about this with my wife a couple of days ago because we were. You know, we keep hearing the same thing. Don't be fearful. If you're a Christian, don't be fearful. And for me, fear has kept me safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think fear is a pretty uh, normal uh, feeling or thought or whatever you want to call it that goes into your into your whole self. Fear has made me not jump off a bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fear, fear has made me not step in front of a train. You know, there's yeah. a lot of, I think there's a lot of positives with fear. Um, what do you think of that? Do you think that's just completely I, insane? I, I, <laughs> you know, I just think that you're really not very spiritual. <laughs> and uh, don't be fearful, Noah. Yeah. Just don't be fearful. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know how to, I don't know how to, I don't know how to change that in me. Yeah. No, I, I think that, uh, you know, fear... Uh, we, you know, us Christians, uh, me especially, I like to look at things in black and white, all or nothing kind of yeah. thinking. And that's kind of a, like the all, uh, like maybe to throw out a question early, is all fear, uh, is that what you're saying? All fear is really bad and unspiritual? Yeah, that's or, what I'd like or, to know. Yeah, so if you're, you know, are you, uh, are you like, if you feel fear, are you a worse Christian than if you... And don't feel fear. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, you think so? Do I think if I if I am fearful that I'm not a good Christian? Is that what you're asking me? Yeah, yeah. I I do not think that. I think it is. <laughs> I think God gave me fear to keep me safe. Mm-hmm. And fear to know that He's there. Because some just like that story I just told, I had that fear. Mm. So what do you do with that fear? Well, you go to Christ with it, and just like you're talking mm. about, with you had, I don't, I don't, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you had maybe fear with cancer or fear with coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And instead of running from that and saying no, cancer cannot be in my body, I'm just gonna have a different mindset. It's not in my body. Uh, you know, or coronavirus, it can't touch me. Mm. Instead, you said, hey, <clears throat> come on in. Mm-hmm. Live where Christ lives. And let's see how long you last. Mm. I mean, I think, it's, I think it's a very powerful uh, message, and I think it's, um, it's powerful and very hard to do. Yeah, it's kind of scary because we... we mm, because we actually think that, uh, well, maybe maybe we don't think it, but let let me just throw out an idea. Do we think that the the devil, or do we think the coronavirus, or cancer's more? Um, not sure if powerful is the right word, but um, I get what you're saying. I think yeah, powerful's fine. Yeah, is it more powerful um, than Christ who lives in me, or more? 
uh, yeah, could, because then it's like if it is more powerful or more bad or more uh, something that yeah, if you think it's bigger, thank yeah, God. bigger, yeah, is it bigger than Christ who lives in me? Yeah, uh, and I think honestly, uh, we probably not probably so there's some probably some people out there that aren't like me, but we probably uh, overall we think yeah the you know that those things are stronger, bigger, better uh, than Christ in me. Yeah, and, I, I can't, and uh, that, and so we don't have a lot of confidence that um, to be able to say, oh, oh yeah, come on in, come on in, you're welcome here, uh, and uh, because we're uh, we have this other belief that the devil's stronger. I remember, I remember, I took a. Uh, philosophy of religion class the only one I ever took for the uh, one of the years the one or the one of the two years I went to college in in that class uh, there were some Christians and this guy that was teaching it was an atheist and and they had uh, you know he had he had stood in front of the class and said something like uh, all right God if you exist uh, strike me dead Right. And and one of the Christians in the class, of course, that didn't happen. And so he goes, "See, it proves God doesn't exist." One of the Christians in the class said, uh, "Hey, try that with Satan." Yeah, <laughs> 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 and the guy wouldn't do it. And he wouldn't uh, do it. Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> he wouldn't do it. It's like, oh my gosh, he he believes in Satan, but he knows he's. But but he won't believe. But he, you know, he believes that Satan's so so much more powerful, and I you know and I think he's probably uh, he's probably not that much different than a lot of us Christians uh, because we really are frightened of all sorts of things and uh, definitely the unknown. Yeah, my gosh, unknown, and there's so much unknown with the. Uh, things we're going through in the world right now with the governments and our yeah. friends in India that we talked about last last week. They're all locked down. There's a 1.2 million Indians folks in India now that are and can't leave their houses, and they have to, if they uh, don't have food for three weeks, uh, you know, the Indian people are, uh, some of them uh, are saying, we you know, <laughs> we're not worried about, Dying from the coronavirus, we're worried about starving to death. Yeah, I bet. Because uh, they're locked in their homes and they can't get out. They had to go uh, run and uh, get food. And uh, I think our friends, the Silverage family, their whole family moved back home. Um, and they closed the border, so they are locked in their home with three little tiny kids, uh, two their two daughters, their son, and one one of their son-in-laws, uh, with and also Paul and Usha, and so we can pray for them. And they had, uh, they were, I think she was able to run out and buy enough food. They think they've got enough food for two weeks. So uh, they're not sure what they'll do, uh, you know, when all that runs out. Uh, well, and don't you think, don't you think they have fear, and that's what pushed them to go get food? Sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think God uses fear to push us, too. 
Well, I, I think so, yeah. I think there's certain things that are make sense to be afraid of, like you were mentioning, uh, you know, not, not not jumping off of the bridge, and uh, it keep, does keep us safe to a degree, to a degree that it doesn't paralyze us. Yes, exactly. Uh, so, so you could be like the deer in the headlights thing where you're afraid and you do get hit by the train because the... Right. You know, you didn't jump off the tracks because you froze. Yeah. And that's a you know, different kind of fear. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, and, a, and I think maybe some of our listeners might give, uh, give you a little grief because he, you said he didn't give God... And did give us a spirit of fear, that kind of spirit, but of keeping us safe, but because it's built into everybody. Yeah. Uh, and but there is a verse in the Bible that says God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of power uh, and a sound mind, and uh, self-discipline and a sound mind. And so, uh, and I I agree 100% with that. The you know what I experienced yesterday was really or last night was really that of uh what I call a sound mind, which would yeah. be hey, invite the very thing you're afraid of in uh, come face to face to it and hug it and kiss it, don't run from it yes and, and see what and see what happens, and I could be wrong well and, but i'm but I'm pretty sure that uh, when we do that uh, in spiritual sense and physical sense. Uh, we, you know, we find out that the thing we're afraid of is, doesn't have any teeth, doesn't have any fangs. It's completely harmless, and um, you know, not just. And I'm not minimizing the coronavirus. I'm not saying it's no. something we shouldn't take seriously. Uh, I'm just saying that, um, like you, I'm not going to step in front of any trains, uh, and at the same time. I'm not going to be afraid of trains when they drive up and down there and I hear the horns blowing. Yeah, I mean, if the the Lord told me right now I need to go out and start meeting with people, I would. But he hasn't. So I'm going to stay here. Yeah, well, I would argue with him if he did. (laughs) And, you know, this kind of popped up. I know we're a little bit on time here, but... This did pop up in my head and just what your thought was on this. So, you know, we were talking about how uh, when you invite cancer in or you invite something bad in like Corona or whatever, whatever you're fearful of, you invite it in to see where, um, you know, to have where Christ lives. So my question is, do you think a lot of people have a hard time doing it because they want maybe an instant fix or it takes too long? I don't know. Let's see what kind of feedback we get. I don't know if it, you know, I don't know. Um, because how long did you invite a cancer in, right? Yeah. When when they said you had it, and, I mean, they gave you a pretty, not a good diagnosis, right, of yeah. how long you might live for, correct? Well, if I didn't take chemo, they would be like less than... In nine months, you know, I'd be dead. Okay. So, so okay. it's been a year and a half. Yeah, so it's been a year and a half since you invited it into your... Yeah, and I've done, you know, and I've done chemo every week. Yeah. Pretty much that whole time. Yeah. Uh, and and so I guess what I would be saying is uh, to, you know, the flip side of the thing is I'm not, because I invited in doesn't mean, well, I'm just going to not go do chemo. 
Yeah. In fact, I've aggressively gone and found the right drugs that to help me. So I think I could do that because uh, I wasn't afraid of doing it. I wasn't afraid of the doctors or uh, because I, I think because I did invite it in so that I'm not, I'm not afraid of it and I'm not afraid of them. Um, but I'm actually actively advocating for myself by doing that. And so I would think for me, my experience last night is, you know, and probably sound bad to us, our Christian community is that I'm really, that whole experience was an incredible act of worship and loving the Lord and also loving me, experiencing his love for me. And uh, so, so I, so I think that's, I don't know if that all makes sense, but. Yeah, so you're, and maybe I'm way off too, but do you think it's more, do you think it's more for us to invite that in than, because it could take for, it could take a while before anything gets healed, but once you did that, you faced that fear of it, you invited it in where Christ is, and now you don't really have to worry about being fearful of it. You just need to think about fighting it now. Well, I, and I never feel like I was fighting it. I've never felt like I was in battle with my own body or anything like that. I've just, <clears throat> I, I felt. Well, getting the right medicine, peaceful. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, getting the, That's getting what the I stuff mean, that is, would work. Yeah, getting the yeah. stuff, because you don't have to worry mm-hmm. about now being afraid of it. You just, okay, now I'm going to find the right stuff to take care of it. Yeah, i got to pay my, i got to figure out how I'm going to pay my bills. I'm going to figure out yeah. how, for, how to pay for this expensive drugs. And uh, I, But I wasn't um, frozen in place uh, with um, well, fear or anxiety uh, because these things that I didn't know, you know, and still don't know um, a lot about yeah. were taking place in this body. So, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's, that's pretty accurately that we get to uh, experience this. And, and for me, by inviting it in, it, it allowed me to feel comforted, comfort and comfortable, mm-hmm. safe, and uh, safe whether I live or safe whether I die. Yeah. And, and because of that, I'm uh, free to actually, you know, walk with the Lord without. Uh, you know, I had one of one of our brothers was like, you know, getting me to do, trying to get me to do all sorts of stuff, and, and you know, finally I just, it's, you know, I'm so comfortable with living. I'm so comfortable with dying. I actually, it's going to sound really bad. I haven't ever even prayed for myself to be healed. Right. Uh, I've never even prayed for cancer to go away. It's not like on my agenda. No, yeah. I don't necessarily know that's on the Lord's agenda for me, but I know walking with Him is. Yeah. And I can walk with Him uh, with cancer. I can walk with Him with the coronavirus. I can walk with Him with perfect health, too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, with, uh, you know, and, and a fantastic immune system. Uh, so I think that's for me. And, and I may be way off base, but those are, I think that's really important for me to be able to walk with the Lord uh, and find that contentment with him, uh, no matter what the circumstances, no matter what we're going through. Um, yes. We can, so, we can be content if we, 
and not necessarily that we have to. Maybe we shouldn't be content. Right. And so would you say the biggest thing you learned with the cancer stuff is relationship with Christ? Yeah, I think I think so. I'm not a you know, I'm not a very good learner. <laughs> I'm a slow learner. No. Yeah, so am I. So I'm uh not sure what I learned, but I I guess I maybe what I've been <laughs> convinced about is yeah, that he he cares about me and loves me and I get to walk with him and love him and and the people around me. I get to see I guess if I learned anything, one of the things I learned is I get to see Christ in you and all the different people around me, people that are uh, kind and loving, people that are not. Yeah. Uh, and I get to see, uh, really see Jesus in everyone. Then that has been like overwhelmingly uh, incredible experience to see him in, in Pretty much everybody I get to rub shoulders with, I am just so grateful. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, and I've not, uh, you know, I really can't think anybody I don't see that I've rubbed shoulders with. And some people, you know, I don't really uh, like or get, you know, they don't definitely don't like me. Uh, and yet at the same time, it's like it's so clear uh that there that there's Jesus right there and that person that's either doesn't like me or or that I've you know put my foot in their mouth right so that's really great yeah that is great um well we can wrap this up but I um I appreciate you talking about that I mean uh the, the one thing that popped up into my head and you know maybe it's nothing but it is cool like you had that real strong fear and then you had uh, a real strong feeling of peace it's it's kind of a cool uh contrast you got yeah well it was an instant too it was like soon as i invited it in and i felt perfectly comfortable and perfectly peaceful and my hair laid down and yeah yeah and if i hadn't had the uh, you know that terrifying fear, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, uh, I never would have had that same experience, the same intensity of peace and 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 the and how instant it was uh, was just uh, really uh, wonderful. So yeah. good, good point. Good point. It was huge. The contrast was incredibly huge. Yeah, and that's what I just love about God. You know, he's always just working on each and every one of us. And and then we get to be a part of something like that. It's just so cool when he mm. when he works that together. It's so cool. Thanks for sharing that, Steve. Yeah, well, hopefully um, uh, it's helpful to somebody. It's, it was sure uh, helpful to me, and I'm grateful for it. I've been uh, and grateful to be able to walk through this time with you. And, uh, and our listeners, as we go through the thing that I've never been through this world so different in this past two weeks, you know, than it has been in the last 63 years. It's just changed everywhere. Uh, so it's pretty exciting to get to experience all this together with you. Yeah, I'm it really is. I'm really grateful, Noah. Yeah, it's really cool. And, yeah, it's different. It's definitely different. And... Um, 
you know, I guess uh, the one thing I would say, last thing about fear is, I guess there's a ton of dis, you know, a different uh, opinions or uh, what? The, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, oh, I can't Beliefs. think. Yeah, beliefs on fear or, you know, mm. different different thoughts on fear. So, um, I guess it just depends on how you want to look at it, right? Sure, and I think we don't have the last word on anything. You and I don't. We're pretty confident of that. Oh yeah, we're not trained theologians. Uh, and, but I'm pretty. I would con. I would consider myself uh, from the people I know, and I know quite a few people. I sound pretty arrogant here. I'm pretty <laughs> proud. Uh, I'm pretty good at facing my fears and walking in them, and uh, and experience a super intense fear. Uh, so I'm. Yeah, you know, I'm not a, a theological expert, but I'm a, I, I, you know, I'm really am pretty confident of a walking with God expert. Yeah. Uh, and as, and I, that's how I look at you, and uh, you know, lots of the other folks I get to hang out with. I feel like uh, I get to walk with giants here on Earth, and what a wonderful blessing. Yeah, it is cool, and. Um... I, I'm going to tell the story real quick. I don't know if we have time for it, but when I was in Australia and, you know, I was going out there to go uh, teach or uh, preach, however you want to call it, um, you know, I kept trying to come up with different excuses of why I shouldn't go up in front of a church and talk. And I kept, I kept doing that the whole trip. Like I was with Chad and I kept saying, oh no, Chad, you go ahead and do it because I, I shouldn't be up there anyways. You know, I, I, I used to just be a painter. What am I doing here? Mm. You know, and I just kept having that. And I remember God spoke to me and said, can you please just step aside and get out of the way and just go? And, you know, my whole thing was fear. Mm. You Mm. know, I was so terrified to go up and have people stare at me. And then like, what if I don't know the word or, you know, all these dumb little things I thought of that could go wrong. Mm. And he's just like, just go up and I'll take care of the rest. That's all I need you to do. Just go up there. Mm. And I was like, okay. So, you know, the next town we got into, Chad's like, do you want to teach or do you not want to? And I said, no, I'm going to. And he goes, well, what are you going to teach on? I said, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but but I'm going to go up there because that's what he told me to do. Mm. And I went up there and it was great. I mean, he gave me so many things to share and so many things to say. And I was like, thank you for showing me that. So that's another part of fear where fear is trying to control me to stay down, don't say anything. And then you face it and the Lord really brings something cool out of it. Yeah, that's so beautiful. Thanks for sharing that story. So I guess contrast again, right? So Yeah, well, and you get to, you move toward it. And you could have just said, no way, I am not going up in front of all those scary people. Yeah. And they'll probably judge me. Exactly. <laughs> or I'll and, do something stupid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cause or I was, both. I was telling God, I said, my, he's like, I'm like, I don't really want to do my testimony. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty brutal for some people to hear. Nope. That's what he wanted me to do. So that's what I did. And, oh man, so many people came up to talk to me about it. People that you would never expect to have come up to you. So it's it's really cool how the Lord works things out. 
Well, it is ever. Thanks for sharing that. I really appreciate it. It's beautiful. And like you said, we're not, you know, we're not geniuses on the Bible. We just walk with Christ. Yeah. We do know yeah, how and, to and, do that. And, and feebly and make lots of mistakes and errors. And, exactly. And and, 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 he, and it's so cool. That's what's so cool about walking with him is that he doesn't seem like, like he bothers him. No. <laughs> he doesn't walk off and leave us in the dust. Yeah, sure doesn't. Uh, that's so great. Yeah. What a wonderful life we have to walk with him. And uh, even in the painful, scary, uh, frustrating times and moments, and when we're, uh, we sense we're totally out of control, which we really are all the time. We just don't recognize it. It's, uh, you know, it's really a huge blessing to do it and be able to share with each other uh, yeah. when we're, when we are feeling frightened and when we are feeling scared. And I guess that would be, you know, the, my uh, take on, or to our listeners is, you know, hey, we all do from time to time. And if we, and, and maybe some, maybe there are some people that are to, totally have no fear. I, I, you know, don't know them. But uh, for me, the people I rub shoulders with, uh, and when we're afraid, the most helpful thing we can do is uh, acknowledge it. Yeah, and admit it, and then uh, move toward it and see. You know, I'm not. I'm not saying to go out and be nuts like the spring breakers and go get coronavirus. Right. And I'm just saying, move toward the things that um, are scary. Yeah. Without uh, doing something dumb. Yeah. Yeah, and recognize Christ is with you. Yeah. Yeah, and we're never alone. We're no. never, we never have been. It just seems like it. Yeah, and that's what's so cool. Mm, yeah, it sure is. Well, thank you, Steve, for sharing that story and uh, just being you. So thanks for that. Well, thanks for letting me. And uh, be if you, you know, if you get feedback where people think I'm completely nuts or uh, way off base, uh, you can just agree with them. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, same thing yeah <laughs> all right no well thanks so much i love being with you and i wish that is the one thing i do regret about the whole thing is i can't be with you and see you and uh, give you a hug i know uh, like i definitely i definitely miss that so we shall see what happens uh, all right well we'll talk to you next go around all right sounds good thank you for the listeners And we'll do another one very soon. Thank you.